following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Wednesdays on the Huge Radio Network are presented by the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can follow everything about high school sports 24-7 at MHSAA.com, at MHSAA on Twitter, and MHSAA on Facebook. Wednesdays on the Huge Show are presented by the Michigan High School Athletic Association. We are back live across Michigan Wednesday road show on the east side of the state with our affiliate, The Roar in Detroit, 93.5 FM, 99.1 FM, and 94.7 FM HD Channel 2. We're at DraftKings Sports and Social. This is really a cool place in Troy right behind Somerset Mall. You can watch the games. You can download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. If you have the DraftKings Sportsbook app and you're a member... Uh, you can get rewards off your entire food bill here at DraftKings Sports and Social. Silver and gold members, 15% off. Diamond members, 20% off. Uh, Onyx members, 25% off. Just show your server or bartender your membership tier and receive a discount off your bill. So having the DraftKings Sportsbook app pays off here at the DraftKings Sports and Social. Wonderful menu and think about it. Belly up to the bar have your DraftKings Sportsbook app and right now you could be betting on the Tigers who are down uh, 4-1. You could bet on did you think Ballas would make it through the torrential rain <laughs> up 23 and 696 was closed and he found his way to the DraftKings Sports and Social in Troy. Uh, you can bet on the rest of Major League Baseball. I see soccer. I think Barcelona and uh, Real Madrid are up there on the screens. Uh, they got the games for tonight uh, that you can bet on in the lines, basketball, NHL, uh, NBA, and more. So it's pretty cool here at the DraftKings Sports and Social. And they got happy hours uh, every afternoon, Monday through Thursday, uh, starting they call them social hours, starting at 4. Marty Boer for the Michigan Sports Network is here. He's got an unlimited budget when he goes east side. He's big. He's like Mr. Boer Illich. It's fantastic. Chris Ballas from the Wolverine.com made the trip up. He's set to join us. We're going to talk Michigan Frozen Four. They'll drop the puck tomorrow night in Tampa against Quinnipiac. They'll get the winner of Minnesota and Boston University in the other Frozen Four semifinal. What about the Michigan Spring football game? Any impact players emerge that could help Michigan win games and maybe even a national championship this year? And Juwan Howard, when I did get off of 75 here, Chris, Howard was standing on one of the corners (laughs) saying, do you want to play for Michigan? He had a little sign. Had his old school Fab Five shorts on. They were a little bit baggy. Marty Burr goes, is that Juwan Howard? I go, yeah, he was just consoling San Diego State after the championship game. He's looking for players in the Troy area. We should invite him over to DraftKings Sports and Social. Uh, Chris, we were talking just because uh, you got here and we were going back live statewide. I, I'm trying to figure out, you know, between Illinois and Michigan, the way there was just a revolt on players leaving, and some of it's expected with Jet and Kobe. But the Dickinson thing really bothers me that you had a big man, you had a guy making good NIL money, and what I still can't get over is why wouldn't you build 
that season around Dickinson and bring in the transfer portal guys. That's what they're trying to do. That's what they were trying to do, and he caught them off guard. And, you know, it's amazing. I was talking to people close to the program, and they said, people, kids want to play with Hunter. You know, what else is amazing, though, a couple months ago, I was talking to a former Michigan assistant basketball coach who coached here a long time ago, and he said, you know, I see two issues with this team right now, Hunter Dickinson and Jed Howard. And he said... Attitudes, you mean? I don't know if it was attitudes, or he said, you know what... Um, it, but number well, number one, your captain, right? Hunter Dickinson's your captain, and this—if your captain is pulling this at this point and leaving, and people aren't knowing, and you're trying to build a team around him—and we've seen his his teammates respond on social media not very well. I think one of them said, "You know what? You're like pasta. If it gets hot and you get soft and things like that." So if he were to come back, and let's let's say that's not off the table yet, okay? There there might be a path. You for mean him there's to come still a, there's still a chance that Dickinson could come back and play for Michigan? Yes, I don't think it's going to so happen. You're saying there's a chance. Uh, yeah, it's like a, yeah, it's like a dumb and dumber thing. But I, I am saying that um, you know what? Here's the thing: when you catch, when you when you basically they're caught off guard and you leave like that, uh, then that's an issue, right? When your captain is doing something like that, this is a guy that everybody's leaning on, and this is supposed to be the face of the program. And, lead, and you know what? Then you've got an issue. And Jet Howard, the same thing. When you're the coach's kid. And you're out there looking like you don't give a damn half the time, Bill. I hate to say it, but uh, am I wrong? Well, and look how he's rewarded. This is part of the problem with that younger generation that I have. Mm -hmm. He looks like he doesn't care about winning with his father. Right. Having a great year together. Right. And then he's projected after how bad he looked. And most of the time for Michigan. I check out CBSSports.com yesterday, and he's projected 11 and 12 in their two mock drafts in the first round. Yeah, which is crazy to me. And Dan Dockich was on your show when I heard him. I thought he gave a great interview when he said, I don't know what they're thinking anymore. He said it's all about potential. And he said, uh, to me, is that the kind of player that you want to build a franchise around? And this is see, this is something that the Detroit Lions used to do. You take a guy based on potential or based on what he runs in his 40 and stuff like that. When they drafted Aiden Hutchinson over some of those other guys that had better measurables, I thought, okay, they're finally getting it. That culture matters, and it's not just about potential. And uh, so to me, I, it's, I, I'll be honest, I think it's addition by subtraction with him because there was the dynamic wasn't working with his father. But you still need players. I think they added a good one in Amari Burnett, who's going to be an outstanding defensive player. He's got some things to prove. But he, he cares about Juwan. I think you're going to see him play his butt off for him. Uh, they got to get a couple more now. And uh, whether or not Dickinson comes back, to me, if it's me, I wish him well. And I say, okay, Terrace Reed, you're our guy now. We're going to build around wow. you guys. Okay. Yeah. But, All right. Uh, uh, hello. Yeah. Hello, uh, bottom three in the Big Ten. I don't agree with that. I think he's got potential, and I think he's a better defender. I think you're going to win a different way. You're not going to have that guy that you're dumping it into. But he's proven that he can defend uh, smaller guys, uh, and he's proven to be an, an effort guy. And if you have five of those, look at what San Diego State did without an offense this year. They get to the final. I'm not saying that Michigan's going to get there, but I think there is a path for this team to be solid. They still have to go out and find some more pieces. And I will say one thing about Hunter Dickinson. It's not like he's Bill Walton light right. or Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. I believe Dickinson regressed as a player from when he first stepped on the Michigan campus. That's yeah. just my opinion. Yeah, that bunny that he missed against Vanderbilt, he doesn't miss that as a freshman. Look at, look at that again, and, and Michigan yeah. State had their Iowa game, okay? Mm-hmm. But Michigan had seven Iowa games. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, the, the Van, I get it's the NIT. Yeah. But when the guys look like they didn't care that yeah. they're blowing an eight-point lead with, what, a buck 30, a minute 30, right, left in the game, I... 
I, I wonder if Juwan Howard's going to be able to wrap his arms around this program again, get them to buy in, get enough talent after losing his son, Kobe Bufkin, and Dickinson. Th- this will tell you if Juwan Howard is a long-term Michigan coach by the job he does this offseason and next year in season. Right. Chris Holtman had a terrible year at Ohio State. I think he's a good coach. I really do. And I think maybe this was the anomaly for him. Sometimes you get a group that just doesn't play well together or doesn't mesh. And, you know, I will say this. I think they did care against Vanderbilt. They just didn't have down the stretch of the end of the confidence. But that's the problem. That's a coaching problem if it continues to happen over and over and over again to the point where you almost expect it. When they turned the ball over, Bill, a couple times there, and it was down to seven points with about 40 seconds to go in that Vanderbilt game, you could see it. The here we go again. You could feel it in the bar where we were watching it. You could feel it. You could see it on their faces. So um, that, to me, is a huge issue. When you can't figure out, when you're whatever it was, 2-13 and 13 or 4-13 and 13 in one-possession games, you got to change something and there's something wrong you've got to figure it out Juwan Howard did say after the Vanderbilt game it starts with me it starts with evaluating everything this summer I just don't think that he was planning on having a complete rebuild yeah and the rebuild this early off a season where you were preseason number 15 in America Mm -hmm. and he didn't make uh, the tournament they did show signs you know that that run in February even the NIT for what it's worth you know, Vanderbilt, Toledo were decent teams, okay? They showed us that they had the talent, the ability to coach that talent, but they were so darn and consistent. And he'll get this offseason, he'll get next year. Uh, and if, if they're a bottom feeder in the Big Ten, it will be tough for him to be there in 2024 and 2025. That's that's just the business it of is. being a D1 head coach. It is. And they were t- they played like a top 25 team by all metrics mm-hmm. in the last. But you can't lose to Central Michigan. You can't go to overtime with Ohio. You can't have EMU take you to the wire. This has happened a couple years in a row now. Lipscomb had him up by four points with six minutes to Do go. Do you think Juwan's like a good basketball coach? I think he's got yeah, I think he's much better at the X's and O's than people give him credit. Everybody says, oh, he throws the ball out there. No. Watch their stuff, okay? But experience, good ca- coaching comes with experience, right? When people compared him to John Beeline when he first got here after that first couple of years, they, oh, he's going to be better. I'm like, 35, 30, 40 years of coaching compared to three or four as a head coach, you know what? You learn how to win those games, and you learn what it takes, and I don't think he has that experience yet. I think he can be a good head coach. I think he, in some ways he is a good head coach, but right now he still has a lot to learn. Chris Ballas from the Wolverine.com. He's joining us in person here at the DraftKings Sports and Social Location in Troy, right behind Somerset Mall. We're here with our affiliate, The Roar, 93.5 FM, 99.1 FM in Detroit, and also 94.7 FM HD Channel 2. So one final thought on Michigan basketball, then we'll get to Michigan and the Frozen Four, and also... Harbaugh and the Wolverines in what should be a national championship type season in their spring game. Well, what's their starting lineup for Michigan hoops when they get to end of October exhibition, first exhibition game? into the start of the regular season in November. It's hard to say because we still don't know. There could be some guys leaving. So who's who's the the returnees that get 
a spot. Yeah. Say Terrence Williams comes back, then he's probably right. your starting four. But you got to go out and get a four, man. You still have to. You're hoping that Yusef Kayat from Lebanon, maybe he, you know what, takes that leap, and maybe maybe he's one of those outliers that nobody expected that breaks out in year two. Maybe Will Cheddar comes back stronger, bigger, and starts shooting the ball a little bit better. I think he's more. He's going to be a role player. He shouldn't be a starter. But Doug McDaniel, Namari Burnett are absolutely going to start. Terrace Reed is absolutely going to start. That's right, three right, right there. Uh, they're looking at Caleb Love from North Carolina. It looks like he's going to go to Missouri. Now, here's a guy that North Carolina didn't want back, right? So you have to ask yourself, you know, is that the route where you really want to go? Chris, guy, and we talked about this when NIL was beginning a couple years ago. When there's one player getting a lot of money on a team, especially basketball, where there's 15 guys in a locker room on a team playing on the bus to and from the hotel, when one player is getting that money and the other guys aren't getting the cash, especially in basketball, I don't know how you can keep a locker room together if you're Juwan Howard or John Wooden. It's hard, and we talked about the Tennessee situation last year when they were going into South Carolina. They apparently in football they had a something happened in the locker room and somebody was flashing his cash or bragging about his deal. They had a big blow up. And they they got to stop trying to pretend they're Ohio State. Yeah. <laughs> well, then they go out and they sixty. So South Carolina put sixty on them, and they're out of the championship hunt just like that. You saw what happened at Texas A and M, right? Uh, it's going to create some issues. So that's why I think, especially basketball, yeah. when you get fifteen. So right. these players who are working as hard as yep. as Dickinson and Camp Sanderson and the weight training and running. And they see Dickinson driving a nice vehicle, living in a nice pad, having a lot of money, doing a lot of things. And they're not. I'm sorry. I don't know how you get everybody on the same page. And I'll be I honest, don't. I don't think it mattered to Doug McDaniel. I don't think it mattered to Cheddar. I don't think it mattered to to Jace Howard and, and a lot of Jace these guys. Howard right. should not be on that. Now, no. again, if he's not on scholarship and he's get getting it, it free, because, yep. you know, your yeah. dad coaches there, I'm cool with that. Yeah. If you put Jace and Jet together, you'd have one hell of a yeah, player. Yeah, because you get, you get the hard work exactly. ethic and the guy that ha- knows he has to overachieve exactly. in Jace. Yep. And I can see him, you know, maybe being a three-minute guy or something like that. That, but he looks like a Mac player. 100%. Me, right? I, I agree with but, that. But uh, your dad, and I'm not going to, yep. you know, if it was my kids, are you mm-hmm. going to tell your kids, no, you can't right. go to right. You can't go to Michigan and play? Right, exactly. But so I, I don't think it was as much about that as, you know what, I, did Hunter get, you know, fat and happy a little bit? Did he look like he was in great shape to you? I thought really. How much How much NIO money? Because you hear rumors. Yeah. You're connected. Yeah. At the University of Michigan, Ann yeah. Arbor area. Chris Ballas and the Wolverine.com joining us here on the huge show across Michigan from the DraftKings Sports and Social Location in Troy behind Somerset Mall. Uh, what what are the numbers, yeah. ballpark figures, that you heard that Hunter Dickinson was getting per year? Yeah, like low to mid six figures. So now we're not talking a million dollars. You know, you're talking two hundred fifty right, grand. Exactly. Oh, just yeah, two hundred fifty grand. That's all. That's yeah, it. Yeah. Well, Cade McNamara made over. Who, who else on that basketball year. team? Because we we've seen Corum and JJ right. in their nil. And, and Coram takes his money and buys turkeys for families. He's just a class act. Yes. 
How many Michigan basketball players this year were getting NIL money? Yeah, it's not much. Be beyond beyond Dickinson, yeah. because I'm exactly. I think I'm getting to a point here about culture and chemistry. No question about it. And you know what? And these guys, they had to do a one year fund just to get these Michigan kids to come back. You know, and and there are a couple In football, right? Exactly. And there are a couple. So it's guys. called a one year fund. It was for the seniors coming back, the quorum and these guys. But then, so how much went into that one year fund for Michigan football? A lot. But when we're you say a lot, mil- we're talking a million dollars or something. They, they raised well over, you know. And they split it up with the seniors. Yeah, to come back. yeah, they did. And 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 I think probably even more than that in the in the couple million dollar range at least. And I'll I'll get you exact figures on that because I know some of the boosters were funding it. Now, Michigan football, but then you get guys. To your point, you had other guys coming in saying, "Well, wait a minute here. You know, Blake's getting this, and he, so on and so forth. Getting this. Donovan's going to want some money. Donovan Edwards. You know, look at me. I, I ran for four hundred yards in the two of the biggest games of the year. I want some. So, did I hear like the line each was getting fifty thousand yes. dollars a piece or something? Yes, and they're going to be stipends like that. This new NIL that just started up. This new collective. It's a nonprofit. And, but I thought they weren't. I thought the NCAA said no collectives. Uh, no, you can have collectives, but the nonprofit part is what's where it gets interesting if they do so much community service and so they're still waiting on their tax uh their whatever it's called oh so you're you're actually saying that the NCAA and NIL is going to find a way to tie in <laughs> nonprofit, right? And we'll see. Uh, you know, but, but it's the IRS that they have to worry about. Is this going to be approved if it's not academic? So you better watch out, you know. Uncle Joe's got eighty thousand new agents coming. <laughs> Here's the problem, Bill. NIL with the one-year transfer portal thing, where you can just transfer, doesn't work because then you now you've created pay-for-play. And I was just talking about to a coach about this today. You've created pay-for-play and free agency every year because it's going to be the highest bidder. It's who do we need, and let's go get them. So just doesn't work. Yeah, with with the one-year transfer with NIL, I, I believe you're going to see the transfer will be you, you can transfer, but you can't transfer inside your conference without setting out. They should actually. And they're actually, I think they did outlaw the double setting out. Right. So if you've already sat out once to transfer to a school, you then you then can't sit out again if you go to another school. I'm not sure if that's true anymore because Namari Burnett started at Texas Tech, then he went to Alabama, now he's going to Michigan. So i got to look at that. But they need to revisit that now with this NIL thing because all you're doing is creating a situation where it's, it's a free agency. It's, it's a free agency. It's free agency. Flat out. Pay for play. You know, it, who was it on ESPN or somebody television said that Free agents in college sports, basketball, football. Well, look at LSU national champs. Nine transfer portal girls. Right. Nine. Yep. Nine. Is that the college players now have more freedom to move as free agents and pros do. But pros get a big contract. They get guaranteed sign of money. Right. It's a different animal. They, they have to do something because, as Dan Dockett said, and a lot of people are saying you're going to need to create a general manager position inside your basketball and football teams that is doing nothing but evaluating the transfer portal, then sits with the coaches and says, we can do NIL this. Well, how do they fit in? Are they a starter from day one? Are they a backup? Yeah. Are they depth? Are they special teams? It's really the pro mantra that you're going to need. There's there's a new position, I think, and some schools are already doing it, where it's just an assistant coach. Mm-hmm. 
But real, you're like a GM, yeah. right? Yeah. And let's call it what it is, tampering. If you look like halfway through the year and you identify some kid, say at Harvard, who's just blown up, right? But, and you recruited maybe him or his teammates as AAU or something like that. So you back channel it and you say, man, next year, you know, we're going to need a guy like you. And it's tampering. Tell, tell me that Maryland all of a sudden hires his high school right. coach. Right. Maryland has Under Armour as a huge booster, their largest yes. one. And out of nowhere, Dickinson says he's going to the transfer portal. Right. Well, you we'll think see. all that's a coincidence? You will see. He was visiting. He was Zooming with Kentucky today. So John um, Calipari. Yeah. John goes, look, we used to be able to pay more when there was an NIL. Right, exactly. Dug on it. You know, we'll still get you some cash. NIL, I can't even win NCAA tournament games right. anymore. Well, you know what? I, I don't think that it works anymore because if you look at the one and dones. When- oh, these coaches don't feel dirty that they're they're robbing from other coaches? No. Are you kidding me? It's a cutthroat business, That's why man. Beeline got out early, right? Well, it's part of it. You know, I think part of it, too. You know, he'd had the heart surgery, and then he's on a plane with Ignis Brasdakis and Jordan Poole, who, you know, got was lucky to be put in a great situation with Golden State, left a year before they thought he was going to, and he's on a plane 30 days where's, in a row. Where's, uh, where's Iggy at? Yeah, I think he's in the CBA, or not the CBA, what's it called now? The G League, yet now. Yeah, no. so, yeah. So, and he spent a little time with Orlando, but, you know, Caleb Houston's, you know, shooting 30-something percent down there at Orlando, and uh, Musa Diabate. But they're drafting on potential, exactly. right? and the juice isn't worth the squeeze with those guys. You've got to have a different strategy now, and Juwan's still trying to figure that out. Big offseason, 2023-2024 big, and you're going to have Michigan State on the other side of the state in the way too early top 25 basketball poll that came out after Connecticut won on Monday night. They're number six in the country. It's kind of similar to Michigan being in the top two. Uh, We're going to get another great year uh, when it comes to football and also basketball in this state. We'll get to Michigan and the Frozen Four. We'll talk about Harbaugh. How loaded are they? Who stands in their way of that coveted national championship for Jim Harbaugh, who stands in their way. Chris Ballas of the Wolverine.com is joining us here at the DraftKings Sports and Social Location in Troy, right behind Somerset Mall on the east side of the state. If you have a comment or question, you can join us on the Mercantile Bank listener line, 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Add HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show on Facebook. Also opted on the HUGE text chain, text the word HUGE to 21,000. That's H-U-G-E to 21000. From St. Joseph to Midland, this show is huge. At Mercantile Bank, we believe in empowering the communities we serve and that financially strong individuals and families are vital for building strong communities. That's why we're committed to providing budgeting tools and interactive resources designed to help you take charge of your finances. Our friendly staff is always here to help answer questions and provide solutions to help you reach your goals. Call, stop in, or visit us online at MercBank.com to learn more. And let's help you make today count. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Have you ever played golf at Tullymore? 
Stay Knives. Have you experienced a stay-and-play package in Canadian Lakes, Michigan, less than an hour north of Grand Rapids? Well, here's what you need to do if you want to take advantage of great deals right now. Go to TullymoreGolf.com. That's TullymoreGolf.com, and you'll see the link for packages, accommodations, dining, meetings, weddings, events, and so much more. And especially golf on the 18-hole layout at Tullymore and the 18 holes at St. Ives. And they can accommodate any group, whether it's two people getting together or 200 looking for a weekend or an overnight celebration. That includes a little business, golf, great food, and beverages. Just go to TullymoreGolf.com. That's TullymoreGolf.com. They're located in Canadian Lakes, Michigan, less than an hour north of GR. Get more info at TullymoreGolf.com. Sports fans, here's a hanging curveball that you can knock out of the ballpark. This is Matt Shepard, the voice of Detroit baseball, inviting you to step up to the plate at Eagle Casino and Sports, the mobile sports book where you can bet on all your favorites all year round, including, of course, our national pastime. So download the app and start winning today. Eagle Casino and Sports, made in Michigan, made for Michigan. Must be 21 years or older and in Michigan to play. Get ready to swing for a good cause at Van Andel Institute Purple Community's 11th Annual Be Brave Golf Outing on May 6th at Thornapple Point in GR. With the shotgun start at 8.30 a.m., this is the event for all golf enthusiasts. Participate in an individual or foursome admission, all while having food and beverages provided. The best part is that 100% of the proceeds will benefit breast cancer research at Van Andel Institute. Register now at VAI.org. That's VAI.org. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. The Huge Show is back live across Michigan Wednesday. Road Show is inside the DraftKings Sports and Social location. This is a... Sports bar on steroids, a great restaurant, wonderful food. You can download your DraftKings Sportsbook app. If you're already on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, DraftKings members will get a discount on their entire food bill. Silver and gold members, 15% off. Diamond members, 20% off. Onyx members, 25% off. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Always use that promo code HUGE when you sign up. Come hang out here. I'm looking at one monster screen, four huge screens, other screens with the odds on them. Cool, cool spot to hang out. That's why it's called DraftKings Sports and Social in Troy, right behind Somerset Mall. Not in the mall. Marty Bourne and I had to walk into the Somerset Mall. It's right behind it. And we walked into that mall, and they make you fill out a credit app at the door. So that's a high-end mall over there, the Somerset Mall in Troy. And we're here with our affiliate, The Roar, 93.5 FM, 99.1 FM in Detroit, and also 94.7 FM HD Channel 2, The Roar. Chris Ballas from TheWolverine.com is joining us live. He'll be on a plane tomorrow to Tampa. Frozen 4, Michigan, Quinnipiac tomorrow night. Other side will have Minnesota and Boston University. Winners will meet this weekend. 
Uh, this Michigan hockey team, they took care of the coach. We've talked about that. Ward Manuel stepped up. Uh, this team is one of the fastest college hockey teams I've ever seen. Your thoughts on Michigan hockey this weekend at the Frozen Four? And one of the youngest. That's the thing. Uh, the talent. And Narada was a big part of bringing those guys in. And, and Ward gave them the deal. That was long and he overdue. Did. Yeah, yeah, no question. They said they were going to get together at the end of the regular season. It took a little longer, but guess what? They got it done. So, good for them. And he's the right choice. I, I've been saying it all year. You know what? Uh, when they started playing their best at the end of the year, and you're starting to see these guys gel and mature, you're like, and how much they liked their coach. You know, you can always say, well, you know, you don't want a player's coach or so on and so forth, but the guys learn from Red Berenson. He can recruit. He's the perfect guy for the job. But the one thing I like about this team is that I don't think they know any better than to go in there and just say, wait, hey, let's go win this thing. Like, last year they were tight when they played Denver in that first game. You could see it. And Narado talked about it earlier this week. He said, we went out there and for whatever reason, you know, some of our great players were seemed a little bit tight. You don't get that impression from these guys. They went up to Minnesota in front of a crowd that was extremely hostile and they won the Big Ten tournament there on their ice. So if they play them again, uh, I think you're going to see they're going to have a great opportunity. This is a great ch- chance for them. Think about not only going to Minnesota on their ice and winning the Big Ten championship, but Allentown, Pennsylvania was a supposed neutral regional that got them to the Frozen Four, but it was a Penn State yes. home crowd and they took care of business. So this team beginning tomorrow night in the semis against Quinnipiac won two or zero wins this weekend? I think they're going to get the one and then I think it's a crapshoot. I think if they play Boston, I think they're going to win that game. If they play Minnesota again, I think it's 50-50. You know what? It's tough, man. That would be one incredible game. That would be the two best teams in the country, in my opinion, facing off if it were Minnesota and Michigan. Quinnipiac is more like an Ohio State or a Notre Dame. They kind of sit back. They're more defensive. So you can get frustrated like they did against Penn State. They had so many shots and it took them until seven minutes in the game to get the equalizer and then they win in overtime but uh, if they get by Quinnipiac I think they have a great chance to win the whole thing and it's long overdue if we're being honest they've had some great teams and haven't won it since 1998. Chris Bells from the Wolverine.com will have complete team coverage of Michigan hockey in the Frozen Four uh, all weekend long at the Wolverine.com. Let's move on talk about the spring game last weekend. I heard some of the podcast and read uh, your story on what you took from the spring game. A lot of starters didn't play injuries and also just protecting from injuries. But who were some players that you watched in that spring game at the Big House last Saturday that helps Harbaugh in Michigan this upcoming season? Yeah, the first thing we were watching was that other corner, right? Because they've been talking about Amore and Walker moving from wide receiver to defensive back. And he was not the guy that stood out there. In fact, he struggled. And I'm thinking, okay, if that's going to be the, the case here, who's going to plug in there? I saw a true freshman, Jair Hill, who played like Will Johnson played earlier in the year last year for Michigan. Now, by the end of the year, Will Johnson was one of the best cornerbacks in the Big Ten. And you can see that trajectory from a guy like Jair Hill, who was highly recruited. Uh, you know, right off the get from the get-go, I don't think he's going to be that guy. It might be that you move Mike Sainristol over there and move somebody else to the nickel. But uh, I thought he played extremely well, so he kind of caught my eye. Uh, Kenneth Grant is a guy who Jim Harbaugh called a... He called the gift from the football gods. He runs less than a five-second 40, and now he's starting to play with better pad level. And you started 
to see him control the line of scrimmage a little bit. Derek Moore looked like an absolute monster. We've been talking about him. I think he's going to be the guy that provides most of the pass rush on the edge this year. Braden McGregor, uh, is, they're expecting him to take another step, but what they say about him is he kind of disappears at times. Derek Moore was running over people out there, and this Josiah Stewart from Carolina, uh, Coastal Carolina, was everywhere. I w- went back and watched the film. He probably had about five or six pressures. He had a sack. He had a couple others that probably would have been sacks. This guy is not huge. He's 245 pounds, and he's not very tall, but this guy's a football player. He's going to really help them this year. Is Michigan a better football team by the time they get to Mm -hmm. submarine time and fall camp? Are they better than they were the last two years? I think it's going to depend on what happens on the offensive line. You've got the skill position players, obviously, with Blake Corum, and you've got uh, Donovan Edwards, J.J. McCarthy. But is the center play going to be as good? Olu Oluwatimi took it to another level last year. He was awesome. He was man. incredible. And, uh, I mean, he's the he was the um, best center in the country. That's how the transfer portal works. You get yes. the older guys. Right. Right. right? Yep. And uh, so if they can, they're going to have to find a left tackle. Ladarius Henderson from Arizona State is the guy that they recruited for that position, and he's going to have to come in and play well. Unfortunately, he wasn't here this spring. He was supposed to be, so we're going to see about him. Drake Nugent from Stanford's a guy, but they like Raheem Anderson at center as well. The guards are going to be fantastic, obviously, with Keegan and Zinner, uh, but uh, to me, that's where it starts, and then I need somebody else to step up, or receiver, uh, but to me, the linebackers are deeper. Ernest Hausman's another guy that stood out from Nebraska. He came in here as a true freshman and had 10 tackles against Michigan in the big house and he was out there all over the field again on Saturday. So very impressed with him. But what really stood out to me, Bill, was the amount of talent on the field, even with those starters out. This is like, okay, this is high-level football. You could hear it. Brady Hoke always used to talk about hearing football, and he couldn't hear it when he first arrived here, and we saw why. But you could hear it out there. These guys are playing at a high level. This is as deep as they've been since the 90s. This is going to be a really good football team. In listening to you, Chris, over the last couple of months, the depth, and you just brought up how deep they've been, uh, the depth is going to be so key for this team, and that's what Alabama does in reloading. That's what Ohio State has done. That's what Clemson does. That's what Kirby Smart and Georgia do. Oklahoma, they reload, and there's Michigan in every way-too-early college football poll, one, two, and I think maybe one I saw at number three. So do they have enough to win the national championship? Because the only thing missing, well, two things would be win a Final Four game and a national title. Because you have the two Big Ten back-to-back championship game trophies. Thumped Ohio State twice. Manhandled Ryan Day to the point that if Day is manhandled again at the big house, (laughs) I think he's going to get John Cooper. That's crazy, isn't it? Right? He's he's lost two Big Ten games in two years. I know. Go ask John Cooper. Exactly. You could go 10-2, and including winning a bowl game, but he couldn't be Michigan. Right. Right? Yep, and we'll see. And uh, here's the thing, though. Are they better, though? Do you? Yeah. Based on what they have, and I'm talking full health. Yes. By the time they get to the start of the season yeah. is this, and Harbaugh said it, this is the best team he's had, yeah. right? I, he said we're in the best position now that we've been in since I've gotten here. It's the best position. Exactly. To, to be the best. And it will be determined, I was talking to John Jansen, Michigan's former All-American, you know, and he said it really kind of depends on the leadership, you know, and we don't know until we get into games and you get into moments of adversity how good you are, but they certainly have the talent, they seem to have the leadership. you got a captain coming back and Mike Sainer still a 
J.J. McCarthy is as good a captain and leader. He's, I don't, I, okay, premature. I think he's going to be a captain, but as good a leader at that position as I've seen. So I don't think that's going to be an issue. Health is going to matter, and it takes luck, too. You know, I don't I think, people, think people realize how hard it is, even if you're the best team in the country, to go undefeated in the Big Ten. Look at Ohio State against Iowa that one year. They get pummeled. They go to Purdue. They got pummeled by Purdue. But you can afford one of those slip-ups. Uh, they've lost one Big Ten game in two years, and that was kind of that, that one at Michigan State where they had a couple calls overturned that could have gone either way. You know what? And everybody's like, well, how are you picking them to lose a game this year? Because it's hard. you got to go to Penn State. you got to go to Nebraska. you got to go to Minnesota. Maybe you have a down game like you had against Illinois at home. But Michigan will be the favorite. Uh, they can afford a slip-up. Uh, it wouldn't surprise me at all to see them lose at a Penn State. That's a tough place to play, even though they've got a new quarterback. But this team, this program, is in as good a shape as it's been since Lloyd Carr was in his prime. Chris Bells from the Wolverines.com. He's joining us live on the huge show across Michigan. We're at DraftKings Sports and Social location in Troy, right behind Somerset Mall. It's a great place. If you're a DraftKings member, uh, you get discounts on food. Silver and gold members, 15% off your entire food bill. Diamond members, 20% off. Onyx members, 25% off. If you haven't downloaded the DraftKings Sportsbook app, do it now and always use code HUGE to get the hookups, including uh, UFC 287. DraftKings is the official sports betting partner of UFC. New customers can bet 5 bucks on the pre-fight money line, and if you win... You win $150 in free bets. Use that code HUGE when you sign up after downloading the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Any comments or questions you want to join in? 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. That's on the Mercantile Bank listener line. Add HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show. On Facebook, it opted on that HUGE text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21000. Everything HUGE 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. We might have just come out with our most refreshing Nicolope Ultra Organic Seltzer yet. It's called the Essential Collection. It's made with coconut water and real fruit juice. So it's always going to have a real refreshing fruit taste. Can refreshing get any more refreshing? Yep, it can and it just did. Nicolope Ultra Organic Seltzer. Made with coconut water and real fruit juice for superior taste. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Nicolope Ultra Organic Seltzer. IRC Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Bill Simonson here for Roast Umber Coffee. It's a farm direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And their nitro cold brew coffee is a convenient and healthy option with no sugar or additives. So if you want a great coffee or energy drink to power you through your morning and your day, it's available in ground or whole bean or in cans. More information on the website and direct delivery to your door at RoastUmber.com. Imagine this, winning big at Soaring Eagle. Spend the money with and win up to $100,000 cash. Every Saturday in April from 5 to 11 p.m., one winner each hour will spin for the win and take home up to hundred grand. Whirl in for $100,000 money wheel. Only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway. Reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Mm-hmm. 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 Mm-
Huge Show is back live across Michigan Road Show with our affiliate, The Roar, 93.5 FM, 99.1 FM, and HD Channel 2 on 94.7 FM in the Detroit metro area. We're in Troy, right behind Somerset Mall, DraftKings Sports and Social Club. It's open to the public. It's amazing. Now, you want to combine a cool restaurant, sports bar, not a nightclub, and they will have music on the patio uh, this summer, but it, it's different. That's all I can tell you. And with the gambling odds up there, you can gamble here because if you download the DraftKings Sportsbook app, you can enjoy a bite to eat, watch one of the five monster screens. They can split it up into six huge screens. Right now I see the Tigers and the Astros. you got soccer, more. I mean, it's just a lot going on. Check them out sometime, and also download that DraftKings Sportsbook app, and always use promo code HUGE uh, to get the hookups. They've done five of these across the country. They plan on doing 14 DraftKings sports and socials, and I would expect from there they'll go to more. And someday, I believe, in Grand Rapids and beyond, uh, you'll see a DraftKings sports and social. You got the logos, you got everything. You're, the way it's set up, it kind of has a sports book feel, but it's a restaurant. It's classy, but casual. Man, I'm just dropping all all the descriptions. Yeah, well, Chris Bowles from TheWolverine.com is here. What do you think of this place? Love it. That's fantastic. First time I've been here. Yeah, I've never been here. This is my first time, uh, along with yep. Marty Boer from the Michigan Sports Network. We flew in on the chopper. A little bit windy when we were battling <laughs> uh, the wind, but we landed at a helipad. Rich guy lives right behind yeah. uh, DraftKings Sports and Social. They have those helicopters in this wind. <laughs> it does feel like a sports book, though. It does. Yeah. It has that feel. It does. It does. Uh, but it's but it's a, a sports and social hangout, yeah. and they do happy hours Monday through Thursday, starting at 4 p.m. here in Troy, uh, right behind. It's a standalone location right behind Somerset Mall. Chris Ballas is joining us. He'll be with us for another uh, 40 minutes. We'll talk more about Michigan and the Frozen Four, hardball and Michigan football. Uh, we had our conversation about Juwan Howard and Michigan basketball. One question going back to the NIL conversation. Yeah. Is Michigan up with the big boys in college football to maintain what they're doing with their current NIL program? That's a great question. They just started a collective uh, nonprofit at the end of March that I think is going to help that some of the big boosters are behind. The biggest problem was they were getting pushback from the athletic department about where the money's going to go. Athletic department, people wanted it for development, you know, for things like scoreboards and stuff like that, but you can't do that, man. you got to pay the kids now. They've got to have their cut. And so they're making progress, and I like that Jim Harbaugh did not waver when he said we are not going to be pay for play. People are going to get their opportunities, and they're going to get their money if they come here, but we're not going to give you money to come here. And then you avoid, like you said, those locker room issues. So they have made a lot of progress. They still have a ways to go, but we're seeing with this 2024 class, which is they just got Jaden Davis, a five-star quarterback. They're about to get a tight end that's going to be that's one of the best players in the country here in the next couple weeks, in my opinion. Uh, this 24 class is shaping up to be a top 10 class at least so they're doing something right they are Mm -hmm. and again it's still the block m draw and what they've done the last two years even though they've lost in the final four they have beaten ohio state twice did that 
Did that shift the recruiting power structure between Ohio State and Michigan and also both states? Somewhat. Uh, there was an article today that, that said, you know what, uh, Michigan's going into Ohio and getting more kids, but they're not a bunch of kids that Ohio State has offered. Well, you can beat Ohio State that way, as we've seen the last couple of years. You get guys that are good enough, and they've got these chips on their shoulders, beat Ohio State head-to-head for one of the best running backs in the country, a kid out of Cincinnati. So uh, they're doing well. And, of course, Ohio State just landed their five-star wide receiver. I think they're 15th one in this class. Maybe they can bulk a few of them up to play offensive line or something. But Well, they're going to replace C.J. Stroud, exactly. so they're going to have a new quarterback. Right. Yeah, Michigan's going to be favored in that game, right? I mean, would you yeah. bet against them at this point? I wouldn't bet against. I think Michigan will be favored in every game they're I in, agree. home and away this year. Yep, they will. And the fact that they're going to be favored against Ohio State now, Ohio State has that seed of doubt now. Remember, the first time was a fluke. Okay, they're was, not going to come snow, down. Here. It was snow. Right, right. Yeah. And they had the flu and all this crap. Let's see if they can do it in Columbus. And guess what? They did it there again and emasculated Yeah, but them. they threw deep routes to the receivers, which I'd like right. to see more of. We'll right. talk about that and we'll get to J.J. McCarthy and the expectations of a national championship this fall for Michigan football. Chris Ballas from the Wolverine.com is joining us. Also, our friends for the Michigan Sports Network. Thank you, Marty Boer. Our road show has an hour left from DraftKings Sports and Social in Troy, right behind Somerset Mall. We're here with our affiliate, The Roar in the Motor City. Tomorrow, 10 a.m., I'm live on 96.1 The Game in Grand Rapids and at thehugeshow.net and michigansportsnetwork.com. It's our opening day broadcast from Tin Roof in downtown Detroit. Big. Bad. Huge.